Hi guys, welcome back to Wait, Let's Talk It Out with your host, Tommy Baby Cakes and Lady George, where we talk and you listen. Third episode, I'm so happy wow. to be here. <laughs> and then we also have an amazing hmm. guest. The prolific. Okay. <laughs> an amazing guest with us today. We're so excited to have you, Eddie. Thank you. The, the power so of thirds so is so also excited. an honor to be on the third. Yeah, I know, right? Yes, well. yeah. yes. Great things happening in threes. Great things. <laughs> I was just telling Eddie that now it feels so real. Yeah, now it feels real. Having Eddie now is like, okay, yeah. yes, now we're doing this. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's too kind. That's very humbling. <laughs> an absolute pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank you so much. So, as you guys know, I'm sure you guys know, but if you don't know, Eddie is um, a media personality into marketing, communication, sales. Um, um, PR and you know brand development. Anything else you'd like to add? Because it's very very small shots. Yeah, I I, I wear a lot of hats. I'm yeah. guilty of the mindset. I believe the human mind is capable of doing a lot of different things. So uh, my primary primary discipline is in marketing communications and PR, which is what I'm heavily invested in. I've done for the last fifteen years. But wow. I started out my journey as a banker. Oh wow! You know for. For 10 years, mm. um, I was on TV for a while, which has been very, very impactful in the work that I do on PR. So I was on a reality show in 06. Mm-hmm. I did some modeling, did some acting. I've been in a few movies and TV shows. I MC events. Yeah, like, you have gone far We push, but yeah, for me, that's how I find expression, creative expression, and trying yeah. different things. I try to make sure that whatever I'm curious about, I invest in, in it. So, to be honest, yeah, we have hacks, but yeah. primarily, I'm that PR guy. Now, I take care of lottery brands and do a lot of brand consultancy and mm-hmm. development mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Well, that's nice. Ah, very, I like that luxury, luxury brand. brand. <laughs> I love that. I love how like, I said, so now, I'm no longer. It's just luxury. It's just I luxury like I'm doing. Yeah. I love that. So, I love that. Thank you for having for, for coming here. Thank you. The topic of the day is understanding the man's view. So we have our guest here, so he'll talk to us on understanding men and talking to us a lot on their mental health Mm -hmm. and how it impacts them so that we as women and even men Mm -hmm. can learn a few things and understand things better. Mm -hmm. So let's dive in. Okay. So we're going to start, like it's going to be a process. We're going to start with the first, which is, when you get married, mm-hmm. we want to understand where men are. Like for us, we're like, we're engaged, we're happy. <laughs> and we're like, ah, oh, let's do this thing, you know. For the man, what's he thinking? What's like the first thing on your mind before you propose and even think about mar- marriage, essentially? So first things first, I want to issue a disclaimer. <laughs> I'm no authority on this. I'll speak from my experience. Yeah. And then some in-house secrets from, you know, locker room talk yeah. that guys have. So... The very first inspiration for us mm-hmm. is that you really have to be financially stable. Yep. So in my journey, I don't know whether I swore for myself. I got out of a very terrible relationship mm. that I was in for a very long time. Okay. And conversation leading to another, I kept on telling people, oh, I'm not getting married till I was 35. Mm. God now heard me. I switched it on. I said, okay, you're going to get married at 35. Yeah, but that's when, <laughs> yeah. and that's when <laughs> you know, the planets aligned and you know, I met my wife and I eventually got married. So... Being financially stable is very, very, very key. Important. Number two, and this is not very popular opinion, but it's yeah. very real for men. It is a status symbol. Right. It's the price of admittance into certain clubs, right. whether it's politics, yeah. whether it's contracts, mm. whether it's cultural spaces. Mm-hmm. Like our Eastern brothers, there are certain communities and meetings you can be a part of if you are not married. 
So it's a rite of passage to say you become a man. Yeah. These are not emotional reasons. These are, these are practical, practical reasons. reasons yeah. And then there's, the, of course, the very real reason for companionship and love. And so these are not hard facts. I think that particular reason is probably only like 40% of men can account to that can as account their to that, motivation yeah. for marriage. Mm. The first two play a very serious role. Yes. And then there's yes. that very intentional journey to find wife oh, material. Wife material, I know the one. <laughs> in this very balanced, equal and woke world, we are, that's a tricky <laughs> subject. But, I tell people now that yeah. I think it's harder, like when I talk to my single friends, I think it's harder now to settle. It mm, is. Definitely. Like of course, definitely. It is. Now there's so much on yeah. the plate. So much and that's, that. that's a whole different podcast, to be different. honest. If we, no, if yes. we jump into it. No, no, <laughs> we'll jump into it. <laughs> okay. But not here. Yeah. yeah. So moving on. Let's... Yeah, for, like, you know, we in, well, in our African setting, right? I know from maybe in the Western world, some mm -hmm. places it might be different. But we in the African setting, you say, oh, you're getting married. You're getting married to the girl's family. Mm -hmm. it's not, you're not just getting married to the guy. You're not getting married. Ah, you have to marry his whole family. I know. What do you really think on that? Do you think it's changing? Mm. Or how, how would you place it? I'll say yes and no. Mm -hmm. Why I'll say that's not 100%. My family is one of the weird progressive ones mm. do you understand i feel like it's now before it was like maybe 30 percent. now it's 60 percent exactly. families are being more progressive exactly i think mm. you know so for me there was never a concern so in fact the confession that is never very very popular i didn't tell my parents i was going to get married they knew who i was dating but they okay. said i was going to get married to like two months before wow yeah okay that's like different two months before. <laughs> so this, you had proposed Everything had been planned, I'm guessing. Everything had been planned. I had <laughs> gone to, two months I before. Had traveled to the UK to meet her family and get oh, the wow. blessing. Oh, wow. Why is that? that? So why did you do that? So, off camera, off camera, off camera. Off my, camera. my twin, my brother is here. Yeah, that's so. why, why you said that, that's why I looked that way because so, I was looking at him like... So maybe he will give some more insights, but we are super independent. My dad is ex-military. He raised right, us to have our right. own mind and independence, make your own money, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. and all that. So we take pride in doing things on our own. Right. And we share a lot and at the same time we don't share because we grew up in a setting that, you know, if you had mails, you know, pen pals or whatever, mm -hmm. our parents won't open it. When you come back from school, you know, whether you're in body house, you see everything there. I mean, waiting know, for you. You know, so, so it was a little that's bit different. Very different. a mix of culture and like that Western Liberal. liberation, right? So I kind of knew I won't get into the doghouse. At the same time, like I said, I got married at 35. I didn't want to raise anybody's mind till I was sure, you know, it was like 100%. Yeah. And for me, it has always been a thing of pride that, you know, when that time comes, I want to be able to hit my chest and say, I did, and this. did this. I made all the right oh investments God, yeah. and all that. Yes, I had significant so support from my family, especially yeah. when it came to the traditional rights. But the key things, I wanted to own it. And have that conviction, you know. Um, mm -hmm. In the African context, my dad got married at 23, 24. Mm. So growing up, I had read all the meals and bones and watched all the Disney shows. <laughs> Real meals titles. and bones. <laughs> so I was a proper romantic. So I felt yeah. that the first person oh, I, I would... I never would have guessed that. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need to find my childhood mates from Facebook at primary school. Let them give me gist. Uh, I was such a huge romantic, romantic so I felt that yeah. the first girl I met and I fell in love with, she's the one I'll get married to. Oh, that's so I sweet. I believe this 110%. Yeah. Yes, I collected breakfast, lunch, that's you. That's you. Dinner and we the need whole dinner. Yeah, so 
reality of life hits me real quick. So settling down became a very real thing for me for because yeah. there was never an option for divorce. There was never an option for it for to not, it's not work. Going to work out. You know, like, you know, yeah. this whole work time to live it like, oh, yeah. if it doesn't work out, move on to the next. Move you can find your next, yeah. Nah, this is not the decision you play with. Mm-hmm. You, in my book, so I was like, you know, it has to be 100%. So yeah. I wanted to be sure everything right. And my temperament as well is that once I get into any key milestone or life project, mm-hmm. I need it to happen fast. Oh, okay. If it's going to take six months, eight months exactly. of planning and questions and vendors and everything, it kind of like loses its magic. Mm, <laughs> Do mm. you understand? So okay. for me, that was... Uh, that, that, was that was your... your... Yeah, so um, for on my wife's side, mm-hmm. they are very, very... They have incredible family values, mm. very communal. It's one big family. One big family. So family. I really married into the family. Into the family, yeah. You know, but I'm blessed you know, to have such loving in-laws. Yeah. Like, everybody, we're, we're like brothers, we're cool. You know, there are no lines. She's the mm. only girl as well. So ah. you can imagine... They hold her as an egg. Exactly, <laughs> how, how protective. And yeah. then her, her mom is phenomenal. Ah, that's know. nice. You're lucky then, because some people what? don't have it that easy. I'm blessed, some I'm not lucky. Yeah, you're blessed. Oh, my, oh my <laughs> love this. I said, Mama, if you see this, I love you too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Like, I feel like ah. when you say, if you're in a room, I say, oh, I had my child... In Nigeria, Nigeria. I looking like, at it, like, okay. Mm. I think getting better now compared to before. It's not getting like, better. No, it's, it's not. We actually don't just care. With our yeah, peers? Don't, don't, really? It's not, it's not really? Like, it's, it's a thing of status now. Like, because just, like I said, and, we don't and, care. And we don't honest, care. No disrespect to people that invest and so, do yeah, that. Exactly. I think it's incredibly stupid and wasteful. No disrespect. No disrespect. But it is. It is. Yeah. Let's so be really honest. If if um, my parents had the foresight to give back to me in the UK or the States, and they had all the opportunities to, mm-hmm. fine. So yeah, I might be inspired to do that, mm-hmm. right? But I think I've been fortunate and blessed to have great education in Nigeria, great exposure internationally, meet phenomenal people. people. I've had my highs and lows. Exactly. But I don't think there's anybody in my family or my wife's family that doesn't work super hard, I can't travel anywhere in the world that they yeah. want to, that do not work for some of the international gigs that yeah. I've had have been exclusively from Nigeria. I've never met them. Yeah, outside that, of Nigeria. Nigeria. Yeah. So whether it's healthcare, the family can f- fly wherever. Yeah. Whether it's travel, holidays and all that. Mm-hmm. The truth of the matter is that the Western world is not rushing to get married, uh, have kids in the Dominican Republic or in Mexico or exactly. in Nigeria exactly. or whatever. So I am solely and fearlessly and unapologetically Nigerian in that regard. Mm-hmm. But after all this, Shalaye, we did consider it, yeah. right? And then COVID happened. Mm. You know, COVID happened. So why did you consider it? We were, we were thinking about it, you know, ease of travel ease for of the travel. baby, you know, <laughs> college and school and all that. Ease of travel. Yeah. yeah. And school. Yeah. And, and, and school like, okay, and all that, yeah. When the child wants to go to university, he's a huge discount. But yeah. then again, your child, if you build your child, your scholarships are... There's so many scholarships. hundred percent. Scholarship, yeah. Yeah, so I think it's an information thing. I also it think is. it's a status it thing. I also think it's a cloud because thing. Because coming from... Some, like, yeah. somebody like you, yeah. he's like big deal, mm-hmm. right, in your space, mm-hmm. I'm sure people were looking at you like, hmm, yeah. really Because yeah. of COVID as well. So COVID yeah. hit, so yeah. people that, yeah. that traveled were less. Yeah. But I mean, if there, well, if there was no COVID, they would have been looking so at let, you. So let like, me even mm-hmm. tell you what even converted me solely, solely. To, to this journey, right? 
So my first, my boy is a COVID baby, right? Mm -hmm. When we had him, in fact, throughout that journey, I was working from home. Mm. I had just taken on a new contract and project, you know. We had hyper-invested 2018, 2019. So COVID was a very, very great era. You didn't even know what where was things would go, go, deals that you would close and everything. Mm -hmm. A lot of relationships and marriages, friendships, families did not make it through hmm. the reality of spending they so didn't. much intimate they time. They didn't. But it was an opportunity for my wife and I to grow. And all the things that we, um, we put on weight, <laughs> you know, COVID. we watched all the shows, Everything. all the books we wanted to I read. was also pregnant during COVID, yeah. so I understand it fully. And it was just both of us. When I would sneak out, when they relaxed mm -hmm. restrictions to visit my brother, Your brother. my madman <laughs> over there. Andy would talk to me through the window. He wouldn't even let uh -huh. me into his Why, house. He was very paranoid. He didn't want okay, any harm the to... For the baby. Yeah, oh, yeah, you know. Oh, that's so cute. So eventually when we had him, both our mothers were available. Okay. They were literally at the hospital, you know, doing what moms do, praying and everything. And everything <laughs> else. You know, my dad, my sibling. So just that overwhelming yeah, support totally. of everybody. Exactly. So there, there are a lot of different step changes. So here's the thing. If you are in that billionaire gap where yeah. you have a country home somewhere, mm -hmm. yeah. you can fly into really or two nannies, you can move eighty percent. You can move eighty percent of family because first and foremost, we're Africans. Our cultural values are completely yeah. different. It takes a village to raise the to child. We are well rounded because of the support our mothers mm -hmm. had when mm -hmm. they have us. Mm -hmm. When you talk about postpartum depression and mm -hmm. all that, a ah, huge reason for the incline of that is because of this very westernized culture we have yeah. adopted a lot of young families have kids and they are mm -hmm. technically alone at that early stage mm -hmm. the overwhelming pressure the no support system you cannot it's take crazy. away from those things and Actually, the fact that you don't have one or two people or friends that you can be vulnerable with and have real conversations with at early stages about your insecurities and mm -hmm. challenges mm -hmm. it just makes it a little bit difficult so on a forum that I'm in with a few friends, and these are people that have the capacity to do whatever. To do whatever. <laughs> and most of the guys will say, some have had their kids outside this country, country as well. They'll say that, Shabina travel, school, we will stamp all the visas for them. That's it. Or we buy passports when we grow. Do, do you understand? We buy passports. Yeah. I mean, we're all doing well. We're all yeah. doing well. By God's so grace. By God's, we'll by God's grace. And <laughs> by the grace of God, it's all, it's all the way up from here yeah. on It's all the way up. So let's... Know? Let's dream big. There was even another interesting conversation that happened to a dear friend of mine that was also my neighbor at the time. Um, his wife had what you would call a difficult pregnancy. Mm. Very difficult. They had their kids in the States. He works for the government. Okay. Right? And he had to travel. So there are a lot of scares. Oh, she's going to have the baby tomorrow. He will travel. He will come back. Oh, because oh. it's one of those jobs, and also uniform jobs. So you cannot just wow. up and leave or take leave or paternity or whatever. So he was in an essential role. So he had to travel frequently. The third time that there was a early EDD scare and he went, they kept him at the airport. Like they literally arrested him to investigate why, why is yeah why is the civil servant traveling? What are you moving? What are you moving around? What are you moving? All the information and details. He's a frequent flyer. You know he has the long term visa and everything. And it was just a lot of hassle. Here's the clincher, right? That relationship failed after he had the kid. So I don't even know if this is the family pressure or if it's just the the man and the woman. Is it 
thing when family says you must give abroad, give birth no, abroad. Some families are like that. Yeah, some, some, some families, families are like that. Are like yeah, that. yeah. of course, you must send my daughter abroad. Standard, yeah. yeah, and the man has to hustle for the money. There's even a new abroad. wave now. There are some families that are like you must relocate your whole family abroad. Uh-uh. That is what is raining now. This whole jackpot craze. Right, I know young marriage is under incredible strain, pressure. The financial where strain. Where are asking, you people need to leave the country, you people need to move, and all that. Fam. It's crazy. Are you bringing the cash? Buy yeah. us a house abroad. We'll move. Because it happens. I will take the free house. <laughs> I'll take the free house. Keep my it family. happens. I'll be going back and move. My yeah. dear. Give your bank account to set up like that. Please, let's see your support. I say about this whole Jaffa thing. I know now we're leaving our conversation, but like with this whole Jaffa thing, <laughs> like I tell people, the pregnancy to the Jaffa thing. Exactly. You, you don't understand. Here, if I have a neighbor, I can say, oh, please, oh, how far? Today, please help me with this. Abroad, everybody face, face your that. front. You can knock on your neighbor's door and be shouting, help me up with will never Face like your front. There. And so I think that's, that's the wake-up call some of us have had. If you've had when the pleasure Jack to when leave Jack abroad or walk a little bit mm-hmm. where it is A, B, C, D, E, do you, you already you must follow every step. Yes. You Nigeria, know. you can go from A to Z. You can't. It's only if you try to sleep with 1,000 in your bank account and you wake up a billionaire. I'm telling you. I think I was telling you this the other time we met. So I went on vacation with my family. It was a trip. It wasn't mm. a vacation. A Some trip. people on that trip were vacation like my son. A trip. But for my wife and I, ah, you on we're trip. full on 9 to 5. But here, whether you have a nanny or a relation yeah. or extended family, when EJ gets too much, his uncle Andy can come you and collect him and like, then we'll okay. breathe. Now it's time to go to your grandma. <laughs> and everything is like clockwork and it mm-hmm. takes an incredible toll. You have to work, you have to cook, you mm-hmm. have to do this, mm-hmm. you have to plan the activities yeah, and all that. it takes a toll. It's a very harsh reality check. And let's be realistic with the fact that while some of our experiences, yes, we might have been raised by Western media at some mm-hmm. point, yeah. mm-hmm. right? But you would look at how your mother and father run their home. Exactly. You look at the influences you see, you in, see society. in society. So no matter how you approach yourself from this bubble that mm-hmm. we are in, mm-hmm. where you're in other climes, you expect certain yeah. luxuries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when you don't get that, that's when it becomes overwhelming. That's when you have mental health challenges. That's when the pressure Definitely. becomes ridiculous. Definitely. And we're not all built the same way. Yeah. I read somewhere that you don't judge people how they process their feelings and emotions. People cope. Differently. differently you know so on paper it might look easy but we're facing when the reality <laughs> you know so yeah, yeah. So you touched a bit on omugo mm. yeah. <laughs> how was it for you so like in my culture i meant to go to my mother's place mm. yeah so that's your yeah. culture that's funny because some cultures don't have that you have to yeah, stay with your husband like, for like three months and then my oh, really? I've, I've heard that my husband yeah. And you're like, go, go my where? wife, go where? For how long? Never. Where, where he literally goes? Like, <laughs> how? In Manchelo again. So it was, yeah. it was like, in Manchelo. Like, in Manchelo. It was a big conversation. He was also like, are these people joking? Yeah, it's not you practical. You know what I was carrying my yeah. wife to wear again for three months? I'm, I'm funny enough, my husband was like, oh, you're going to your mom's place. My mom was like, no. No. That's not the tradition. And he was like, yeah. I thought that was not much tradition. You can stay with your mom. And, you know. Really? Remind me to add to something <laughs> like that. So another one of my friends was a similar instance. So I was having dinner with him, his mother-in-law, father-in-law, and the wife, right? And they were talking about the whole Omugo childbirth thing. The mother now told her daughter that, here, yeah, you have to hire two nannies. One for me. Yeah, exactly. And one for, for, the, baby. for the baby. Like, I'm too old to do that. Because she's a professional as well. She's uh, raised Nowadays, we have glamours, not yeah. grandmas, no, but, but glamours. Glamour. 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 Glamour
<laughs> she's in. She's in My mom is a glamour. It's okay. Or you can go home now. You can you can go home now. My mother the number on me. The the whole Fit Farm journey, the second wave of Fit Farm journey that I'm on right now is the direct impact of my mother-in-law. Fam, so I could eat once a day, snack on something, have a protein shake. I was eating three square meals. Oh, so she came so she came over to the house. So did you have both mothers or just Yeah, intermittently, but my mother in law my my wife's mother was, you know, around Literally for, for three months. Or so. mm, I don't yeah. even know how she managed to get time off work. But it was a godsend because mm. the first month, because we had to wait for COVID to clear mm, up, mm. we also needed to wait for like an all clear from the hospital and all that. So, you know, she joined us for three months. So the first month, it was me and my wife. I'm a terrible insomniac, so I'll stay up all night, do the feeding and changes and all oh, that. Awesome. And then Jesus. she had to sleep. So... We had that month, so when she came, it was like a mm. godsend. Three mm. months, she was super amazing. So um, after three months, of course, real life kicked real in. Real life kicked in. <laughs> you have to pay some bills. Mm-hmm. So the commercial <laughs> break was over. So mm. my mother-in-law left. Now, this is the crazy thing that happened. So we have really glorified the luxuries of being able to raise a family in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. The nanny that we had mm. during COVID mm. <laughs> that was with us for a long time before we even had the baby. I think she was with us for about a year. Oh, okay. Went on the beautiful Christmas holiday they that they never come back oh, from. Why did she do that? So, so we sad. bought hampers for her. I, so I was shopping obsessively before my son came. So some of the toys <laughs> and boxes and things that, that he had. Trendy gadgets. Yeah, because <laughs> at the end of the day, we are still in connection with our inner child. So it's, yes, it's to be honest, us. we are buying those toys for <laughs> it's us. It's for us. Really, actually. So... I had bought a lot of stuff. So anytime I buy stuff, I'll buy it because, you know, she had, I think she had a kid back home or her sister had oh. children. So I was always buying in twos. So we bought her a new phone, all mm. these great things to make sure she was comfortable. We set up an apartment for why. her because they had ah, an apartment on the same property. Really nice, all, everything. Decked you know, TV, <laughs> AC, you know, Netflix and all that jazz. You know, just so that she had to come. Yeah, she, she, she was obsessed. Like, well, comfortable. She was obsessed with all the Niger shows, mm. like African magic. Everything she had all was that. there. And it didn't make any sense. Why did she think come back? She just didn't, didn't come, come back. back. No, but what I, you know, I, we've had this conversation several times. I feel that when you're nice to your workers, mm. because you see some houses where they they maltreat their workers. And, and, and it's almost like Stockholm syndrome. They stay there. And they stay there. Eight years, yeah. nine years. Yeah. And then you that you are nice. Like, so I do the nice. same thing with my workers. Like, but when they say their phone is bad, I'll buy them Fix a new phone, buy them I just want a new them. phone. Like, I, I just I bought her a new what phone. What we eat is what they eat. In yeah. fact, they actually give me their own market list. Yeah. I say, this is our own list. This is what we want to own. buy. Yeah. They will put it there, everything. And then at the end of the day, they still do, they what, do what they want to do. We try to wrap our head around it. So you can't. Her sister called to beg the sister's husband because they knew everything that she was enjoying. So, my own deduction is a men are scum narrative. Mm. So she, she probably had one village boyfriend mm. that was that collecting was all the money and everything. And, you know, I understand, you know, how difficult it could be. So I think yeah. that's what that whole trust was about. But, you know, um, we also had our parents to talk to. Mm-hmm. Of course, my mom canceled. I was like, if it's not for you, that's probably better. Yeah. You know, it's also unreliable to, yeah. you, know, yeah. you know. So we're very lucky. After trying, you know, we had, 
we had some more help, but mm. it was really, really difficult just managing. Managing that. Because once in the real world, yes, you have a kid, but as you're a man working in Nigeria, you are not the wokest or coolest dad in the world. Mm -hmm. Nobody cares about mm -hmm. that in the office. <laughs> Your wife should take care of the child. Yes. We need you on call. You cannot say you, yeah. you are doing hospital runs they or don't, something. They don't want to hear all those things. It's like, ah, you know, so your wife it was, it was a serious balancing act. Yeah, it was serious a reality check. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, that's, that's, that's understandable. So, dynamics changed invariably. Oh, yeah. Dynamics changed. Now there's a baby in the house. Everything. Everything yeah. is changed. Yeah. But I want to touch on um, the woman. Yeah. So... What would you say you noticed when your wife gave birth? Because I know that there's a very huge percentage of women who go through postpartum depression. Did you notice any shift in your wife? So in the early stages, I did it. Yeah. Right. So my, my wife is super active. She's a social butterfly and all that. So um, I was very conscious of that fact. Yeah. You know, and unfortunately, with COVID, we couldn't have as much company and all yeah. that. So. We tried to create activities to make sure that she didn't feel that whole gap. That whole gap. Something else that I that is nobody really talks about um, is the the changes that happen with the body and everything, you know. So I knew <laughs> there were insecurities. I knew there were those well, challenges. Those so things, yeah. I have to consolidate her. So I, I never admitted that. You know, her nose got bigger. Yeah. Yeah. Stage, all those you know, <laughs> things happened. You know, the whole complexion, you know, all those yeah, physical little, changes. Little, for me, yeah. she was beautiful through Just every step. <laughs> and you have to keep on reinforcing that yeah. and then help as much as you can. But I knew it was difficult for her. But we just had, especially for the first four months, mm -hmm. we had a lot of support from family. Mm -hmm. Andy was like mush. You know, in Ijin's so hand, so he will, yeah, he will come <laughs> around, you know, her brothers as well. You know, so just, I think, having that constant community from family... Was really... Was very, very distracting, yeah. you know, for her. But to get back to the Lulu that, you know, that I dated was, and got married, yeah. it took at least two years. Do you understand? Yeah. It took two years. Yeah. I think wow. it takes at least like, two so years. I yeah. You dealt with that as well, I didn't you? I had my first, uh, my mom, she would keep telling me, Check on her, she maybe she's having baby blues. Mm. And I'm like, what's baby blues? You didn't understand what that was. I didn't understand what that was. Till one time, George went for work in, I think, Calabar or so, and he calls me and I was like, I just heard on the radio, and you know, oh my God, I think maybe this is what you're, you're going through. Mm. Oh, I'm so sorry. And then um, I had a very long conversation, conversation about it. You know, then when I realized, okay, I probably had this issue. Mm. And, and you're internalizing had, it. Yeah, I yeah. had all the support mm -hmm. and all, but. I think it's just, like you said, you're dealing with, you can't go out where you want to. Your clothes don't fit mm -hmm. how you want them to. Mm -hmm. you, everything just changes. Meanwhile, like, that's, that's the man, man is, is running the streets. Exactly. And he's he's everywhere. Uh -huh, you know that. But I think... Everything on my and we have to be out there. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that men, men also have to... I think also know the symptoms of yes, this, what to watch out what to for. Watch out for. We are think, not the most emotionally mm, brilliant emotional, creatures. Exactly, exactly. You know. So yeah, I think so I it, think it that's takes it. takes a lot of work. Yeah. There's a lot of advocacy and education that needs to happen. Yeah. You know, for definitely. men. So, like you said about George, I also have. I'm kind of like stuck in the public space. In or public, public space as well. Mm. A lot of the work I do, I I am contractually bound to amplify. Yeah. Right. So beyond childbirth and going deeper into marriage, 
one of my friends now teased me, say, oh my God, you did post, like, say, you see the single. Oh. Mm. You know, I have to use pigeon yeah, so that it really, yeah. really <laughs> impact. And it didn't really make sense mm. to me till um, my wife had a very, very honest conversation with me. With you. You know, I was on a business trip, you know, beautiful scenic resorts and everything. To be honest, once you show up there from 7 a.m. to 11, sometimes 1 a.m., right, you have activities, Every staff single bonding, hour. trade visits, wow. workshops. This It is not fun. Mm. It is work, work, and your energy work. has to be high. high you have to show time. that you're so happy to be yeah. here. And yes, we're happy. We're grateful for the opportunity, but it's, work. it's, it's a it's crazy work. and intense schedule that even if your partner was there, They'll probably be in the spa, be in the room, and not and see, you see you for all. four or five days. But yeah. I'm sure you get it sometimes. You're like, yeah. okay, let me just come with you. Bring your wife. Like, but you're like, yeah. you're not going to it's, even see, see me. me so in fact, the, the last time me. I did that, there were a lot of activities that I had to opt out from and explain yeah, to the team as to why, like, you know, to, to make the most. And it's not the same thing that after the whole conference or whatever, it takes mm -hmm. two days or mm -hmm. three days. It's mm -hmm. still not the same thing mm -hmm. because you are already burnt out. And you have an obligation the next week to jump mm -hmm. back into work. And it's not as if it's like mm -hmm. a real... You know, so she was a little bit slighted about yeah. everything. I was yeah. like, you know, this is work. But this is where the whole logic conversation can never work. Yeah. I was thinking about it logically. Yeah, exactly. So I had to tap back into, into what your... you know, <laughs> I had been told. Yeah. It's work. Stop looking at all these things. It's, it's work, work at the end of the day. Like, you can't oh, understand it. Yeah, because but, I want you to see but, it from but my you know, you, you know, of view. You know what I've learned, and I was having that conversation with my brother earlier today, right? As you grow in this space, yeah. it is quality all over quantity. Exactly. So for the longest time, I run a PR agency, digital marketing and everything. So we'll tell you, oh, we have to post eight times a day. So how many times a week? You have to, we have to be, be there. top we of have mind, to this, blah, blah, blah. You have to take every invitation and all that. Exactly. <laughs> Bruh. You'll burn out. You'll burn out. Yeah. And then the obligations and responsibilities just get overwhelming. Yeah. Now, I think on average, I maybe post like once every three weeks. Three or weeks, yeah. you know, And I now realize that some of the content that I curate can wait. So it's not posting in real time. You just have... I'll wait when I'm back home and I've killed this woman with love and she's <laughs> irritated about my yeah. presence. That's when I start posting this. What, what happened? Where you yeah. give me her all the gist? But yeah. there's that whole FOMO not being there in the, in the present to really mm -hmm. experience everything. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a lot of things can be misconstrued and you just feel like, yeah, a third party, you're looking from the yeah. outside in. Right. So you have right. to realize that it feels some type it of does. way. It does, definitely. And she can have her girl strips and all that and men will be indifferent, but mm -hmm. it's a completely different, different journey, journey, journey for your partner. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. definitely. Yeah. Okay. Um, we've spoken about all this now, so let's touch a bit on marital conflict mm. and all that. Like, how you said, I'm sure we've all had, we're all married, we're all dealing with new people <laughs> that we've never lived with, mm -hmm. you know? mm -hmm. and we have external forces, mm -hmm. right? You have your guys that today, maybe you might already be asleep on the couch, and you're like, ah, Eddie, you have to be here and you're raising a child. Because yeah. she's tired for the whole day raising a child. So how do you, like, being married, coming being... from, like, who you are yeah. as Eddie, mm. and then being married and then handling, like, all these little external forces, your guys, balancing it out. Balancing mm. it out, even raising a child, everything. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... I heard this phrase recently that it is the woman's, especially when you have kids, the woman's responsibility to bring, to introduce the child to the world 
right? And it's the man's responsibility to introduce the world to, to the, the child. child. So you nurture this baby, you bring him into the world, you know, his mm -hmm. first experiences. Mm -hmm. Usually the one that kind of like champions mm -hmm. that. But it's also the man's responsibility to have a true understanding of the world and mm -hmm. societal impact and mm -hmm. all these crazy, crazy things that happen mm -hmm. in the world to guide mm -hmm. the children through all that. So we have our, you know, our roles and responsibilities to yeah. play. And I think subconsciously, I made a very, very clear, um, how I put, put things in boxes very, very early that, you know, family comes first, yeah. you know, family comes first. So I am fortunate enough that I have friends that get it. In fact, there's a mm. slang in our group. That's very important. Yeah, <laughs> there's a slang in our group called pulling an eddy. Mm. So it can ever be an event that I'm, event that I'm hosting mm -hmm. or like a meeting or even I invite people out when everything is going well, everybody's you happy. I just disappear. <laughs> yeah, like, everybody's okay. I think yeah. it also comes with like maturity. Yeah. Because I, well, I've noticed it in my own home as well. Like there's that maturity of leaving some things out. Like mm. I must not honor this invitation. Mm. I'll explain, you know, yeah. and all that. So, yeah. And yeah, there's men are also very, very communal. You need to be part of that boys club. So there's yeah. always that fear yeah, that, oh. Yeah. If you're because, out of it, then yeah. Yeah, you get formal here. Because yeah. there are opportunities, business opportunities come up, deals might be in the pipeline, sure. this happens over sure. drinks, just careless conversation, sure. watching football, you know, little things. Really so it's, it's a delicate balance, right? Yeah. But like I said, you have to find your tribe. Yeah. And one of the first things that I did was that when I started being faced with these real challenges, I was like, I can't be alone in this. Mm -hmm. I had, okay, let me see two out of the many. I had two very close friends that we had kids literally in the same month. Yeah. Your husband is yeah. one. Ibrahim yeah. um, Suleiman, the mm -hmm. actor Edomalo with Lillian, they had their kid, I think, mm -hmm. the day mm -hmm. after my... Then my brother-in-law had his kid. The so, day around, after. so around the same time? You around the same time. Dad, I was first like, time so, dads. Yeah, so mm -hmm. whatever I'm collecting now, I'm sure they can mm -hmm. deal with it as understand. well. So it inspired us to create a group of WhatsApp mm -hmm. called Dad's Chat. Mm -hmm. Because, of course, our schedules had changed. People mm. can't hang out as much as mm. see, but we needed to keep that conversation and connection alive. And we gradually started adding more friends mm. you know, that had that kids. So as well. mm. anything that was presumably taboo in other spaces is not taboo there. You wow. can be vulnerable and talk about all that. So when there's opportunities to go out, mm -hmm. we make sure that we're on the, same page. on the same page. We'll put it on there. If we need to get exit permits from the wife, so at least <laughs> all of us are talking to our partners at the, yeah, at the same time. Makes sense. You know, yeah. and there's that, you know, and there's that community. But you know, it has its challenges because there are certain things you can't say no to. Mm -hmm. You know, whether it's professional obligations, obligations. whether it's family yeah. obligations, some yeah. things that are, you know, off site and off locations. And those are things that um in terms of managing mental health and managing how the dynamics in relationship change. Um, how vulnerable should men be? Because in some cases, some women don't even know their husband's finances. Mm -hmm. They don't know what he's up to. Yeah. They don't know anything about men, his business. I, I find they that men, as, no most men clue. are not as vulnerable. Communication yeah, like is, yeah. communication is even, so hard for, for them. For example, some men, if they even know that you are that vulnerable with your spouse, mm -hmm. it's a problem. Mm -hmm. Because you're like, hmm. Why are, you, why are you telling her that this is what you got? Mm -hmm. Why are you? And I'm just like, what kind of people are Different you schools of thought, to? yeah. Like, yeah. So, how, so, so how far is far? Like, how, how far, far do you yeah. want to talk to your wife about things like finances? So, generally, your mental health. Mental yeah. health, yeah. So, the ideal is that 
home should be your safe space. That's the ideal. That's the ideal, but realistically. Yeah, and that's why you have to approach yourself from a family and start a whole new journey with, with this person. To so if they don't know 100% about you. So, but you cannot change how an individual has been for 25 years, 25 30 years, years, 40 years in 40 hours or 40, or 40 days. It's a gradual process. Mm -hmm. So we're conditioned to, oh, be a man, you know, wipe those tears, mm -hmm. don't be mm -hmm. a B-I-T-C-H or whatever. Mm -hmm. You have to be this alpha female or a male, male. all mm -hmm. the time. And that conditioning goes really, really deep. Mm -hmm. So even when you share with your partner, you're sharing with a little bit of still, yeah, editing and, and censorship. Yeah. Mm. And you might bring certain experiences from your past. Like, oh, I was mm. super vulnerable with this person mm. that and weaponized it and used it yeah. against me. Yeah. I don't want her to worry yeah. and all that. Don't stress her. Yeah, mm -hmm. because I have been on forums. I had conversations with close dear friends that are very grounded and stable and everything mm. looks hunky-dory. That have been suicidal, that have had mm. real money issues mm. and their wives do not have know. Have an idea. In fact, there are certain it's things crazy. about me that my wife doesn't know from me. She probably mm, knows from, from talking to my else. brother mm. because I'll be a lot more vulnerable with him. With and I feel like he'll get it and there's no judgment. Yeah. And then when I realize that she takes it. So it's an evolution to, you know, onboarding and be I vulnerable. I think most of it as well is that you don't want to actually stress. sincerely stress or worry your wife. hundred percent. I think that's, I think I that's like most... I think so. That, that, that plays see. a role though. I do, I do. And you don't want to be seen as less of a man as well. Yeah. Less of a man. A lot yeah. of times, people probably come from the place of if maybe your wife knows this, she'll start talking Tomorrow to Tomorrow she'll see you finish. And the truth of the matter, you know, the, the women, in all fairness, no, but honestly, the women see you finish. Guys the women see finish. <laughs> yeah, you guys would. Let's be honest. Yeah. Yes. I agree. And, 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 we, and to be honest, I think it's necessary. Yeah. Right? Because there should be one person in the world that, that should be able to call finish. out your bullshit. <laughs> oh, yeah. There has to be that one person. Yeah. And if it's not your wife, it's a problem. Yeah. Who because, else will it be? Because with men, right? With secondary school, primary school, whatever, is that guy that you fought with that now becomes your guy later? To be honest. Do you understand? <laughs> Because you guys have gone through the trenches <laughs> and you have said everything that you need to say and, and all vulnerable that. vulnerable with each other. <laughs> Your wife really should be that person. That person. Do you yeah. understand? Yeah, you know, but it shouldn't be abused or disrespected. That's so it. if there are certain insecurities and vulnerabilities that she shared with me historically, I can never bring that up in an argument just mm -hmm. because I mm -hmm. want to win. Mm -hmm. Or she doesn't have the liberty to do the same thing to me. So that's where... There should always be love, even in war. As yeah, I always say, so when you talk about the, the healthy communication, healthy communication yeah. that is something that we have to actively learn actively, and research be because at our base point, we are very flawed individuals and human beings. And when we're triggered and emotional. All the roles go out of the window. So it takes a it's lot like, let's, to let's say that, this. okay, we have guidelines for this core alone. Yes, <laughs> yes exactly. Yeah. But yeah, that, that's part I, of the I know I always phase. say that. I always say no evolution. swear words. Yeah. No swear words yeah. during fighting. We don't yeah. use swear words. Yeah. We can say, be angry about the issue, about but the issue. understand that we're in this together. together. We're still a team. Yeah. The problem is the third party. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Know, exactly. That we need to figure out. You know. So I think for the last, the last, last thing we're going yeah. to talk about is, and I think this is for me even the most important, where do men, who do men talk to? Who do men essentially say, I'm going to be vulnerable with, I'm going to share my yeah. feelings with? Because we have this toxic masculinity thing going around now in this work society. Men it's have to be tough. Yeah. It's always been, but I think yeah. it's even worse now. Yeah. Men have no, to be tough, you can't like cry. Said, social media, everything's amplified now. Everything's so, amplified now. Yeah. So most things have always been there. Yeah, yeah. So who do you guys talk to? So, um, 
like I said, I'm not an authority on this, but I'll talk yeah. about the, some of my experiences, right? Historically, there's never been a safe space for men. Mm. Women have, let's say in Calabar, they have the fattening room where you're getting married. You know, there are all these rules for women and all these guidelines these that guidelines. mothers pass down, blah, blah, blah. Mm. For men, it's like eagles, you know, oh, it's time to fly. They, Ego will take you to the highest mountain and drop you to figure out and figure out what till you <laughs> like a caveman. <laughs> and, and that really is it for men. So yeah. I'll give a funny story. Um, I've heard ladies talk about this sex conversation with their moms. Yeah. You know, it might be very, very intense. Oh, if you touch this guy, he's sweating, mm, getting pregnant. <laughs> da, 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 da. Yeah. But the conversation that I had with my dad, like, is mm. really cool sometimes in a weird way. You know, he just said, you know what, my own is just make sure you use protection. Don't go and bring any pregnant into my house. <laughs> and it's because he was uncomfortable to have Talking those deep conversations. Yeah. Now that, you know, he has Gen Z children as well, that, you know, the rules have changed from my era. <laughs> you know, so he can talk about certain things, things and now. really go into it. But yeah, at the time for me, it wasn't like that. So, for you, yeah. so using that as a reference, this is not somebody that I'll go and bear my soul to. Yeah. You know, because they're really... Just will not understand him. Yeah. yeah so there really isn't all the safe space. So it's usually within our peers. Mm. And then within our peers you or even really, our brothers, yeah. there needs to be a very high to, level of trust. You have to pick and yeah, pick themselves. Because <laughs> people will weaponize things against you Definitely. or carry your jail somewhere else Definitely. and all that. So um, there is a gentleman that I know, a dear friend of mine that started a podcast in, mm. in Lagos that's about mentorship. I said, Eddie, the reason I'm doing this is mm -hmm. because... Truth be told, we cannot reach out to every, every man, but there are man. conversational experiences that we have that younger men should know about. Yeah. You know, when you hear about date rape, when you hear about, you know, exactly. cultism, exactly. when you hear about, exactly. you know, ritual killings, yeah. these young men when didn't have anybody here. guide them. Yeah. Yeah. The people that they look up to, overnight success that they say, like, this guy just blew, was probably a 10, 15 year journey. Yeah. Do you understand? But because our own, once they ask how you got there, ah, I thank God, oh, yeah. I worked hard. Oh. I did mm, that. Nah, God, God do. <laughs> we don't have those guidelines, so we're yeah. even left to figure things out in our own. Or be apologists. Be apologists. Mm. And the be apologist is always embellished. It's always, so when men are in a community always, of men, you want to always show that yourself. alpha male mm. toxic masculinity <laughs> that you're doing good. People like talking about their marriages. Exactly. In the be apalo. Not like the be apalo, like their core. Their core. Mm. Just a and, 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 and in every wolf pack, there's the head of the pack, right? Yeah. So if, imagine if the guy that people say has the head of the pack is a very, very chauvinistic, exactly. masochistic guy exactly. that his wife cannot talk down talk to, to him. Say, ah, why are you late? You don't feel come out. Your wife say, ah, this, that, that. You yeah, know? Exactly. So exactly. You might exactly. find that in that supposed <laughs> safe space, everybody yeah. now wants to Show themselves. mirror that, ah, my wife can't call me when we're having meetings yes. and, you know. Yeah. That, that, that. Why is she calling? So yeah. Trickling, trickling down. Yeah. So... Yeah. Um, they said the worst lie you can tell is the one you tell to yourself. Exactly. So um, we started something called the dance like chat said, where yeah. we could hold ourselves accountable, accountable and also talk about the challenges that our wife faces. Yeah. So if there is um, if there is an opinion or feedback that I heard from my partner that you know I'm having struggles wrapping my head around it, I can say, what do you guys think about this? Mm. So, ah, this same thing happened two years ago, mm. ten years ago. Mm. This is how you navigate this. Okay. This is what my dad told me, you know, blah, blah, blah. So we share, like, the, some of our experiences. So that is our safe space. Mm. And then that's also where we can be silly. Because mm. you know how they say, man, once they are friends or they like each other, they cuss each other mm. out. Mm. They can say all the petty things, things they want to, to say and all that. And then when there's, like, an uptake of... Um, 
like you know how young celebrities are committing male celebrities are committing suicide mm. ricky rick from south africa yeah. bless his soul the yeah. brand i was working with at the time he was our brand ambassador we just renewed his deal he was doing very well and two days after his renewal he committed suicide. suicide we couldn't wrap our it's head crazy. around it you know so we have these conversations and um ibrahim and uh, baba as well mm. uh, one of the people on the group that says yeah no hard guy, hard guy. No Anything hard that guy, is bothering you, know. even if you are broke, say it here. Yeah, we'll no crowd funding. You know, was this dancer? Yeah, that broke me. He's happy half of like half he, of the time. Bring someone joy in the world. Yes, and he's always happy, always spreading joy. Yeah, it's crazy. So we really need to talk about it. We really need to I've, understand. I've, there are scenarios and conversations with guys that. Will tell you that oh the other day I was driving I literally just wanted to, drive, to drive off off the I've had it once twice multiple times yeah a lot of us you know really reinforce the fact that we are feminist as as men which is you know equal opportunity yeah. you know and um, making sure that you know every gender has the right voice in the room and all that but it has been weaponized uncomfortably yeah. and it's really leading to the downfall of love relationships and marriages right so i'm not trying to get married to my best male friend exactly do you understand <laughs> i'm not trying to kick it with my guy yeah. right yeah so you are there to you know compliment and support, support. and for us to grow together we're a team right That's so true. there's a popular trend now um, that has been blowing up on social media called Passport Bros. And that happens more in Western climates. You know what these guys are doing? They're coming to Africa, they're going to Mexico, they're going to Thailand, right? To find wives. To find wives, yeah. Because, oh, yeah, because and this is what I'm learning, because in their Western communities, the women are black too. women are saying, I don't need a man I for need a man nothing. Too, yeah. I don't do this. I don't do that. Men ain't this. Men ain't that. And you in know? those third world countries, you the know? women are being more sub submissive. Yeah, and you know, like I said, we are some of our experiences, right? Yeah. Even from genealogy, like in our DNA, yeah. we have clearly cut rules. Yeah. The man is supposed to go out and chase yeah. down the animals yeah. and fight and all that. <laughs> what men do well, women cannot do. Yeah, and what do. women are capable of, of men, can men can never, never. wrap their head around. Like, See my wife give birth like uh, you guys are freaking superheroes, you people. Like, <laughs> and you. then so when she's working, she's raising the family, she's thinking of domestic staff, she's You're doing like, all how? these brilliant things. I'm like, how did my mom used to sort out me and my crazy siblings? Yeah. Take us and to school, work. go to work, pick us up. There was food ready, and we didn't feel any gap. Any gap, yeah. You know, so women are already incredibly, incredibly powerful. Yeah. Right. So you don't have to reassert your power and position by being like a man. Mm -hmm. Which right. is where people have taken right. it and have lost right. you know, yeah. their f they femininity. Lost. And femininity in this case is maybe just being vulnerable, being caring, mm. and really, I can't speak on being a woman, but really playing that role that because role. there is a space for it, there's a position for it. Yeah. When it now feels like you're in competition with your partner, with your husband. you guys are no longer equals. Yeah. Do you understand? Is now real friction. Two captains cannot stay a ship. In this our time, there's so much competition. There's so much so competition. Much. So, in that dynamic, you guys need to articulate the rules and responsibilities. There's someone that I know that very early on, even down to the bills in the house, mm -hmm. the wife that sat him and said, you know what, anything kitchen, I'll have a business, I'm making money, I'll, I'll sort, sort it, out. it out. Well, let me know here, pay him about rent or school fees yeah, we don't or want to do that. whatever. <laughs> so, you, you know, split it you down know, the line. They, yeah. have, they have... A great dynamic. So mm. those honest and clear conversations need to be had. Yeah. The man also needs to know that you know he can be vulnerable, yeah. 
and you know you are there to support and lift mm -hmm. him up the same way you expect him to meet onto his roles and responsibilities yeah. so sometimes Definitely. just being like that strong presence, moral compass of support yeah. is, is all, all we need. Is enough. Really, yeah. yeah. Because if you can be that person to us, we don't need to have to find that support anywhere yeah. else outside. Speech. Right. You know, so anytime there are Rage. weaknesses in the relationship, because men, the inner child, emotional creatures, whatever solace and comfort you don't find in your safe space, yeah. it's easy to be lulled by all the wiles and noises outside, noises outside you know yeah. whether it's bad company you know and all that and you honest. don't want to create that space yes we both have a responsibility but we have to be conscious of the fact that at the core of our beings we're human we're, we're human fallible beings. so do your part i'll do my part yeah yeah okay dogs it's been it's been a, it's been a ride it's been a ride, <laughs> been a ride. Love, have loved love, speaking love, with you. You've given us you. all the gems. I've, I've learned a lot as well. You've learned so a lot, haven't you? I, I, off camera, I'll come and ask for Yes, some definitely, tips. definitely, definitely. We're here <laughs> for you. Anytime, yeah. Anytime. I'm super, like, I think, like, you're the right person for this, for this topic. Thank you. Yeah, you did, like, a, did a great deal. You didn't shy away from the truth. All our questions. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think that's how the society should be yeah. now. Yeah. People should be outspoken, vulnerable, honest, mm -hmm. you know, and stop just putting up a facade. So, yeah, Very so, true. Yeah. Yeah. so thank you again for coming. Thank you for having And me. remember, guys, you can always send us messages, send us mails, reach comments, out. reach out to us. All our handles will be somewhere in the screen, emails somewhere in the screen. So, yes, thank you. Remember, we're not here to tell you how to live or how to act or what to do. Okay. Just, just to talk, talk about, about it. it. Thank you, and see you in the next episode. Cheers. I just really want